If you're still deciding on your spring break getaway, Amtrak's got just the ticket. You can visit cities from D.C. and Philly to New York and Boston, all while enjoying more sustainable travel. Amtrak produces up to 83% less carbon emissions than traveling by car or plane. And did we mention the extra legroom and comfy seats? Book early and save at Amtrak.com. Click or tap the banner. Emissions comparisons vary depending on route and locomotive type. Restrictions may apply. Welcome to the District Podcast, brought to you by the Spectator World Edition. I'm contributing editor Chadwick Moore. Well, Whoopi's been canceled. We tried to warn them that this cancel culture stuff that they love so much would eventually come for them, that it was going to backfire and not just against sleazy male feminists getting Me Too'd in Hollywood. Now it's come for big black invincibles like Whoopi Goldberg. ABC announced this week that Whoopi is on a suspension following comments she made on The View, where she told her fellow disgruntled postmenopausal co-host that the Holocaust was not about race. She said the Holocaust was two groups of white people, and therefore it couldn't have been about race. This, of course, goes against all historical evidence to the contrary, including Hitler's own words, where he relentlessly talked about the Jewish race. But instead, Whoopi said that that moment in history was instead an example of just mankind's capacity to do bad things to one another, that race had nothing to do with it. She's since apologized for that, but that didn't stop her from getting canceled after the clip went viral on social media, probably spurned on by conservatives seeking to give the left a taste of its own medicine. But did Whoopi deserve to get canceled? Are her remarks anti-Semitic or just stupid and historically illiterate? Here to break it down is the wonderful journalist and author of the book, They're Not Listening, How the Elites Created the National Populist Revolution, Ryan Gerdusky. Ryan, thank you for coming on. What do you think? Are Jews white? First of all, hopefully one day someone will refer to me as a big black invincible. That is like <laughs> that I want on my grave. It, it, was Whoopi right to cancel? I think that Whoopi, I don't blame Whoopi for having a grad school level understanding of history. That's first of all. That's basically because I, I, I think that what a lot of professors, especially those who endorse critical race theory, so. Uh, you know, I comprehend about race is that clearly, yes, a, a race struggle only exists when whites oppress blacks. That's what he's understanding. And that's what most critical race theorists understanding understanding is. It's not a correct understanding, but that's the understanding that she has. Um, and not that I think that she's, you know, coming from this advanced degree um, of history. I think this is where, where she is. And where, you know, she lives in the world of the media. I, I do. I think that she deserved to get canceled. no, I would just like one person with the brain to also be on that panel. I mean, it looked like their other co-hosts were pretty horrified by what she had said. I mean, when she said it. Yeah, because it it it, it went against her saying that, that Jews are just white people and they weren't targeted for anything special. But then what's kind of coming out of it more on the political right is, well, what she's saying, she probably truly believes in that. This is what you touched on. It's a directly from the pages of critical race theory that whites cannot be victims of racism, that this is just uh, white people uh, doing to each other what they do to the rest of the world, something like that. Uh, but it, it's, um, it, and that, that sort of seemed to really upset everyone. Now, wh- what they were discussing is 
I mean, who knows what these women talk about? Nobody knows except when one of these clips goes viral. But they were discussing a, a excuse a me, I view each and every day that I possibly can. It is Joy Do you? Joy Reid on MSNBC and The View are my must-see TV that I watch as <laughs> often as possible. Why is that? Because I that's a conversation I'm never going to be a part of in my own life, and I kind of revel in it. And now that Wendy Williams is drinking again, and I have nothing else to spend my time with, this is what I fill my time with. So, oh, I can respect that. That yeah. actually makes a lot of sense. Well, oh, yeah. Okay, so then you know what they were talking about. They were talking about the school board in Tennessee banning a graphic novel called Mouse that was written in 1988 that was required reading for middle schoolers. It's about the Holocaust. The school board said they wanted to ban it because of nudity and graphic language. Uh, and this is sort of fallen into it's this. A, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, a comic book. It's not, it's, a a, comic it's book. not, it's not a novel. This is a comic book that they had. Yeah. Yeah. A graphic novel that, yeah, yeah. But I think what they were getting into was this, I've seen in the headlines lately, LA times and a bunch of other places saying that conservatives are on this mission to ban books. And this is what they were trying to attack and saying, I think they were saying this Holocaust book conservatives were trying to ban it because they thought it was a part of critical race theory. Is that right? Now, well, is that what they were trying to say? Yes. What, what the, but the truth is, is that they exchanged the comic book for an actual book about the Holocaust. So they, they just, this, this school district uh, in Tennessee said, we're not going to have this book in the library, but we will have an actual book with, you know, real historical facts about the Holocaust. So they weren't trying to rid the library of all information of the Holocaust. They were just trying to have, you know, not a comic book with nudity in it uh, to teach kids about the Holocaust, which I think is perfectly normal but you're talking about a show that included four women who couldn't spell tomato if their life depended on it. So, uh, I mean, do they get all the information correct? No, but they never do. <laughs> right, exactly. And of course, well, this is interesting that 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 ABC is obviously owned by Disney, and it's almost a year ago, almost exactly a year ago this month, that the actress Gina Carano was uh, fired from Disney. She was on the show The Mandalorian, the, the Star Wars show. Because on an Instagram post, she wrote, uh, these are her, her words on this post, quote, Jews were beaten in the streets, not by Nazi soldiers, but by their neighbors, even by children. Because history is edited, most people today don't realize that to get to the point where Nazi soldiers could easily round up thousands of Jews, the government first made their own neighbors hate them simply for being Jews. How is that any different from hating someone for their political views? I didn't understand at the time what the problem with that was. I think the argument was that she was diminishing the Holocaust by comparing it to cancel culture today. I see. I hate when conservatives bring up the Holocaust and try to make some reference to the Holocaust to today. It is not the same thing. It is not the same thing at all. I I genuinely kind of cringe when people want to make references. I, I you know this is why the, this is conservatives have done this for decades back when you know saddam hussein was the number one enemy in america it was you know that he was an islamo-fascist nazi like everything has to do with kind of we're in world war ii again and that was the last time this country was really principled and more we were fighting a very clear bad guy and we were very clearly the good guy so there's no questions about it so they have to constantly reference world war ii as if everything is if it's constantly 1941 when it is not i think she made a she made a she made a very stupid comment is it is it cancelable? No. But we have protected classes in the society, whether we like it or not. You cannot criticize, if you do want to keep your job, certain groups. Uh, Jews, especially when reference to the Holocaust, blacks, and trannies. You cannot ref- – you can't. You can't. You know, talk about The View again. 
uh, who was that woman who said she was black, but she wasn't, uh, and she said she was transracial, uh, Dalzell. Dalzell came on The View, this is many years ago, and she's talking about how she's transracial, and they just rip her to shreds. They said, you are not black because you insist you are. You do not walk in the shoes of a black person, and you never will. They have had many transgender actresses on the show who are biologically men, and then are say they become women, and they would never say that to them. They would never, ever, ever say to them, you are not a woman. Why? They would immediately be fired because that is a protected class in our society. You cannot make these comments to them. And I think that Whoopi, uh, maybe she just did not recognize that or maybe she just genuinely thought she wasn't making a super comment. But she doubled down on Stephen Colbert's show that night. So she probably thought that what she was saying was was 100% the truth. You know, and I just I don't understand these references constantly to the Holocaust. Like it is what it's a horrible time in history. You know, we should absolutely teach it, but to try to make everything in reference or relatable to the Holocaust to today makes absolutely no sense in my mind. Well, I agree. And I think it also just makes you seem stupid and that you have you have no other go-to but the Holocaust every time you want to reference some kind of bad thing happening in society. If I don't think I never thought of Whoopi as being really one of the worst offenders out there of 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 critical race theory and and progressivism. And I remember seeing, maybe it's just because I'm still a fan of Sister Act, you know, <laughs> but especially Sister Act 2. But <laughs> I remember a video of her not too long ago where she was confronted by a group of proud boys like in a parking lot and ended up having this really nice conversation with them. And everyone got along and she sort of saw where they were coming from and they saw where she was coming from. And after that, I thought like, oh, Whoopi's maybe not that bad. Maybe she just kind of plays this left-wing harpy on tv i don't know if you have any more insight into if her her level of um left-wing activism well she was i mean whoopi was i think that whoopi i mean whoopi's a gun owner she is somebody who's had many she's been supportive of police at times much more so than other black comedians uh and she's a native new yorker so i give her that respect and she's been around a very long time and there were no were were no other black black comedians and i think that she deserves credit as a as a american institution that she is however um you know i think that she has said this publicly so it's not a hidden secret. she does that show because she needs a paycheck i mean that's very clearly why she's on the show for 11 plus years at this point being a moderator when she doesn't even know what's going on i mean she said that jill biden was a doctor like a real doctor like a medical doctor and she wanted jill biden to be what uh, uh the uh the head of the, the of the cdc i think and I think Jill Biden is a doctor in English. So she does not, she's not paying attention to what things are going on. I think she's there for a paycheck. Very rarely does she ever get fired up. I think on I think on racial issues is one thing she kind of gets more animated on. But I, 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 I think that she genuinely did not believe that that was a problem. And also I think growing up, being a native New Yorker and being a New Yorker – you have more experiences with many different types of people and you're much more free to insult them because we live around each other. It's not taken as personally as the way that people on Twitter might take it. You know, Italians live amongst Jews, live amongst Chinese, live amongst Puerto Ricans, and we all kind of get along, but we all insult each other to each other's face. And it makes the world go around, and it's absolutely fine to New Yorkers. I think that she generally didn't think that she was saying anything very offensive uh, and didn't kind of grasp what she was saying. So, and I think that she has adopted a very even at 65 years old or however old she is, she's adopted a lot of talking points of younger uh, Gen Z type woke people, because that's how you survive in the media and in Hollywood. 
Well, she even contradicted herself when her real name is uh, Karen Johnson, I think. And she said that she came up with the name Whoopi Goldberg. Whoopi is because she farts a lot. And Goldberg, <laughs> it is like a Whoopi cushion. And Goldberg, she said, was there's uh, her mom's side is part Jewish. And her mom didn't want to give her the Jewish last name because she thought it would hurt her, her, her profession or something. Well, she's not religious, Whoopi has said. So that would then mean if there's a Jewish on her mom, that it's that it's there's some sort of race or ethnic contingent to it, but I guess she doesn't believe that. And she didn't use that in her defense this week. Uh, anyway, if she remember, is, but listen, this is the same woman who 30, 40 years ago in the eighties, when she was dating Ted Danson of cheers, Ted would went to her roast wearing blackface. And she got up and said, if me and Ted had a child together and they had diarrhea, they would think they were melting. <laughs> I whooped, I mean, this is a total she would never say something like that today oh no well never. and then she she defended i guess i get i think the ted danson video then went viral years later and she defended him uh, which is which was great because she was you know we have this sense of humor with each other and whatever i'm not saying you should go out and do blackface so that's right but she defended her boyfriend's way of making fun of her or whatever yeah. uh yeah yeah uh well i think also Whoopi comes yeah. from a time where something like that did not mean we should blow up somebody's house. And clearly it's, you know, it's a part of a joke. The society today is just not very funny. And when you are funny and when you are able to laugh at each other, you understand each other more, you respect each other more, and you're able to, to humanize each other more. You're not allowed to make fun of people in America right now. It's just not a very funny time. And because no one's allowed to laugh and make fun and point out the obvious and say things about one another, especially their identity, whether they be women or their race or their gender or their religion, whatever the case may be, unless, of course, you're a white man, then you can just shit everywhere on them. But if you are – you're not allowed to – because it's not a very funny time. It's not a very relatable time. So these little things, which – Back in the day would have been, you know, even black people would have laughed at Ted Danson wearing blackface because it is there to tell a joke. It is not there to make offense at somebody or to keep a black person from being in a minstrel show or whatever the case was in the 20s or the 1910s. Everyone just kind of laughed and and brushed it over. Um, And you saw that back in the day. I mean, he's there in an interracial relationship. And he at the time was the number one uh, TV actor in America dating the most prominent Oscar winning black comedian in America. You know, and Whoopi, get whatever leverage she has in culture, she has done things like elevate Moms Mabley, the first black comedian ever, uh, defend um, the first black Oscar winner for Gone with the Wind, whose name just slipped my mind as I'm trying to describe her, but who has been, you know, who's been deemed insufficient by society because she didn't sit there and speak about racism in her Oscar speech. But she has elevated and she has promoted black performers who broke open the the window and the door for other black performers. And, but because they did it in a quote unquote white society and didn't sit there and adopt more of a critical race theory value of, of society, she, and, and are, are demonized now like the Sammy David juniors, David juniors of the world. She has, she's used that platform in a positive sense. So I don't want to throw Whoopi on the bus and say she's done nothing right, but I think she's trying to, marry what she's known her whole life that people who do these things and break the door open and and and, and make progress for society for understanding each other and has a sense of humor uh, humor of it and with a media landscape that she's trying to work in where you can't say anything unless it's like i hate donald trump and white men 
Yeah, I think you're exactly right. I think that's why I there's nothing really satisfying about her being punished for this as much as sometimes you might enjoy a kind of tit for tat, you know, with cancel culture because you you know she came from a time and because she's old enough to still embody those values you would hope where people weren't so sensitive and where you could make fun of these aspects of one another and not get canceled and that was what humor was and as you perfectly described what it's like being in New York or where often how you relate to people and get along with each other is by openly shitting on one another and everyone's in on the joke and it's nice and lovely. So it's, yeah, I can't get much. I, I I'm annoyed by people who are celebrating this so much because I don't think that it's, I think it's, a, it, there's something deeper that I think you really touched on. Yeah. And I think that, look, there's not many comedians of her age range really left period, especially not groundbreaking ones. All the greats of yesteryear, the Rodney Dangerfields, the Joan Rivers, the Don Rickles, they're all gone. They passed away. There are very few of her age range who are doing anything anymore. She's really one of the few. And she has earned some respectability, but she's trying to exist in a world that she's like the last dinosaur. And I think that, you know, allegedly it's because she needs a paycheck, but, and she doesn't really enjoy the show. But I think that at some time you have to either double down and say, you know, you have to be like Joan Rivers who said, screw it, Michelle Obama's a man, I don't care what you say. Or you have to kind of just bow out and say, it's been a great ride, but I don't, I, I'm, I'm too old and I don't understand the culture anymore. And there's a, there's a generational divide. Um, and I think that's really where you know, it is. I just don't think that it works anymore with what she did. I mean, go freaking do the sister act on Broadway. I mean, there's other things that she can do, but I don't think that this is really where her strong point is. And she is a, she was a fantastic comedian for a very long time. So to see her go out like this, being scourged and hated by half the country and making moronic comments left and right about everything on the stupid daytime show where no one knows anything each and every moment of every day, I think is just a waste of a waste of time. I mean, I just, I, it's very sad to see someone's career going to bow out like this because they need money in their older ages. So if she is done on The View, who would you like to see replace her? Oh God, that show should just, be, I mean, bring back Barbara Walters. Yeah, she's she's riddled with Alzheimer's. She doesn't know what, you know, any day of the week it is, but she was better. <laughs> um, no, I mean, it would be great if somebody, like, it may be great if there was an action. Barbara Walters was a very great moderator and she moderated and she was, I mean, she was left, but she didn't take too many sides. Bring back some, bring someone like Diane Sawyer on, bring somebody who was, who did not lose their mind about everything constantly. And I just think that the problem is they don't, I mean, they want to make it like uh, the worst Thanksgiving dinner you've ever been invited to each and every day. Um, <laughs> uh, the, the problem with the view is this, the views audience is primarily black women. So I think they have to. I think they have to bring on uh, as many black female voices as possible. It's why they have uh, Whoopi. I think that's why they had Sherry Shepard for a long time, who was fantastic on the show, uh, and that's why they have um, uh, who, Sunny, who's a complete moron. Um, but I, I think that they'd have to bring on somebody. Maybe bring back Sherry Shepard. She was fantastic on the show. She's funny as hell. She knows a few things, and she's not a hyper partisan. I think she might be a good choice. All right. Well, we'll see what happens. Uh, Ryan Gerdusky, the author of They're Not Listening, How the Elites Created the Nationalist Populist Revolution. You can find it on Amazon and, and anywhere else. I imagine it sells books. Ryan, uh, what else are you up to and where can people find you? So, yeah. So I'm on Twitter at Ryan Gerdusky and I started a super PAC last year to do school board elections to try to get rid of um, things like critical race theory and mask mandates and a lot of the transgender stuff that's happening in schools. It's the 1776 Project PAC. You can find it at 1776projectpac.com. 
com. Please get involved, donate, write us if you have a school board who uh, that's gone completely crazy, or if you have a candidate that's running for office, we would love to uh, to hear from you. All right, Ryan Gerdusky, thanks for coming on. Thank you. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, please check out more at spectatorworld.com. And if you'd like to listen to us, please check us out on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever podcasts are available. 